Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. We recently watched the 80s classic Top Gun in preparation for the new release Top Gun Maverick. And we have literally just left the cinema to come <laughs> and record our thoughts on the new Tom Cruise we blockbuster. Uh, Sam, what did you think of Top Gun Maverick? I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I had so much fun. I think we're both still pretty pumped. We came out. Lewis, you said something along the lines of that was a genuine thrill ride. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Like, I, I think I enjoyed that more than the original. I would 100% say. A part of it's the cinema experience, yeah, which totally. I know Tom Cruise is a big fan of the cinema experience, <laughs> yeah. but he certainly delivered in this case, I would say. Yeah, and it also helps like... It's a modern, it's very, very 80s, but it is yeah. a modern film. Yeah. It's kind of the perfect mix of playing on the nostalgia whilst also being yeah. a 2022 film. But yeah, I had I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. As did uh, the there was a, an older gentleman sitting next to me in the cinema yeah. and was having the time of his life. Oh, bless him. Clearly loved the original probably film. Probably went to see it in the cinema when he it came out. He probably did. It did kind of make me think like it would have been a great experience to see this come out in uh, the original yeah, in yeah. the cinemas. And come back for it, yeah. We'll keep our uh, thoughts spoiler free for the first couple of minutes and we'll give some clear warning before we delve into the the secrets this film had for us yeah i think i think that's a good i don't think the trailer showed too much yeah it kind of set the scene and built the relationships but i think like the first one the characters are great yeah you get miles teller playing goose's son and he looks a lot like goose he does they've done well there with the Um, casting he's and then the other pilots like phoenix hangman bob Bob. (laughs) they were all great fun and it they kind of showed their kind of kind of laddie kind of yeah, culture yeah. whilst also being, yeah, these guys are great. It had that kind of, I said in the last episode, we talked about the original, it was kind of like a sports film in terms of very competitive nature. Yeah. They had that in this, but I think in a more kind of modern, realistic way where they were still kind of macho in a lot of senses, but kind of slightly more kind of accepting of each other and like yes. less kind of like horrible to each other in a lot Particularly of ways. shown by the fact that Phoenix is a woman. Yes. Which yeah. kind of shows a more modern take. Yeah. Um, again, like the first one, I think all the plain stuff was great. Yeah, much, much more kind of in-depth in this one. I think they probably did, well, they did all of it for, for real. Not, yeah. Maybe not all of it, but most of it for real, plus some probably CGI that I didn't really um, notice. No, it was all for was real. All I for read real? that yeah, Tom okay, Cruise is cool. insistent of having no CGI, Fair including enough. the bits when that in the planes was all filmed yeah. with them actually in the planes. I saw an interview with Miles Teller where he was saying they had little camera rigs in there and they you know, the reactions were real for, for the most part kind of thing. Yeah, I also think in comparison to the first one, one slight criticism we had was that it at times was hard to follow like the dog fights and the flight. Yeah. I think this is a bit easier to follow, ba- partly based on how the film is set up and what they're doing. Yeah. But you can actually sense what's going on and it's kind of easier to tell the difference between the planes and yeah, things like that. they make a bigger effort in that sense. And it's it's much cleaner in a lot of ways as well. Yeah, isn't it? definitely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't know how much more we can kind of say. I know that's the kind of very surface level thoughts. But I mean, they, they hit on a lot of nostalgia points that you said. We won't go into any depth there. But, you know, there's certain returning faces. Yeah. There's certain kind of moments that hark back to the original. There is actually, we probably can say, the first 30 seconds is yes. almost shot for shot. Yeah, it's just Even, a modern re- it's redo. danger zone. Even yeah. the 
the the opening credits are in like that 80s font. Yeah, and they do a similar thing with the end credits with the kind of freeze frames of the cast and stuff, don't they? Yeah. But I don't feel that it kind of relied on the nostalgia too much. No. There was moments kind of maybe at the start and the end that kind of, like I say, hark back, but it was it stood very well on its own. Yeah. If you hadn't seen the original, I don't think it would have really impacted you too much. No, because there is the plot element that Miles Teller plays Goose's son. Yes. But I think the context is given in the film totally. pretty well, we clearly. We get some actual clips, don't we, from the original film as we well. Do. So you really, it helps, you know, the emotional side if you if you know it. And, you know, the, the older guy sitting next to you would probably testify to that. Yeah. But generally speaking, yeah, I think it stands alone very well. Um, and I would also put in, uh, if you love kind of the 80s cliches of the original, this one <laughs> is not short of them at all, yeah, yeah, which this- is quite <laughs> rare in modern films going full 80s cliche. And they do it whilst not a detriment to the film at all, yeah, I feel. Yeah. It was it was great fun. It was fist-pumping action. Yeah. I, I was genuinely like on the edge of my seat for yeah. the last act. Yeah, was, that last act was fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it. I think that's a good time to go into uh, spoilers there. So you've had your fair warning if you haven't seen it yet, which a lot of people won't because uh, we saw it seemingly before the rest of the world in a lot of <laughs> yeah. places. So we're on the on the pulse here but yeah going into it uh the opening scene is the kind of mac 10 test pilot kind of part which i thought was a really good introduction back to maverick you see his character he is a maverick kind of very on the nose in a lot of ways and it 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 kind of shows that tom cruise has slotted straight back into this character it's a very tom cruise character it is straight away you feel like you are back in this universe Mm. and you know the character who he is, yeah. what, what he's been doing, and yeah. yeah, straight in. I think one thing this has an advantage over the first one, I think right, the yeah. plot and the mission is a lot clearer. Yeah, yeah. In the first one, it's a lot of just them competing, and then there's a, a and mission. And there's a thing. In this, from the immediate, he gets pulled back into Top Gun, and he gets given this mission to set the new kind of cast up for, doesn't he? Yeah, and it, the whole film is them preparing for the mission, which is then the final act. Yeah. And it kind of helps guide your cinema experience. You know what's coming. Yeah. You kind of know what they're yeah, all training totally. for. And, and, the, really and they're good training part. specifically for that. And we were talking about it after we came out of cinema. The, there's parts where they're doing the the kind of canyon run. It's almost like a trench run kind of situation. Yeah, it certainly When is. they do the thing of like, you've got to hit that small target. It's like, this is very Star Wars. <laughs> it really is. But they, they do stuff that, especially that original Star Wars didn't do. And even I was thinking some of the dogfighting stuff was a bit like Poe Dameron stuff in the newer Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. But like up to like 12 do you know yeah what I mean? like more realistic there's more... some like iconic moves that maverick pulls in the first yeah film, and they do some of them again but also pull up some new ones yeah there's a move that the enemy fighter uses yeah again, it's like i was like what the fuck <laughs> they literally all say like what the fuck was that yeah and it's is like... that like it's like a sideways spin version they call it a cobra something i think when he does it like the the break thing the yeah thing. um and yeah. the enemy has kind of a twist on that and it's like fuck yeah <laughs> like it is really cool yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's really cool well yeah we'll talk about that last bit we skip around a bit but that last kind of uh, act there where they actually do the mission i thought was fantastic yeah and going through and the adrenaline pumping there's little snags and stuff along the way it's, it's one of those like the film being the film it is you know they're gonna succeed in the mission and they do but then it's stuff happens after, yeah, which then leaves you clueless. The whole thing with John Hamm's character is he seems kind of just fussed about 
getting the explosion done yeah. and not about them surviving. And that's kind of the tension going through the training. Then, and they, 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 that's like the second whole half is, of the The mission, actual mission is kind of the yeah. setup for the actual big action. And yeah, John Hamm's yeah. character does then kind of be like, no, he wants them to survive. Yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Because you can see that the whole time. Because John Hamm's never like, normally not really like a bad, bad guy. Yeah. He kind of plays a little bit against type throughout. But you you get that sense that he's the guy who, he's he wants the mission to go well. And he does care about the people, but he's kind of in the middle of like being, yeah. being a bit cold and not... Yeah. Um, and it it's it really pulls on your heart thing. So we are in just spoilers, and yeah, I yeah. genuinely thought Maverick was dead yeah, at one point. Because there's the setup where you're like, oh my god, you know, it's like, like, oh, we'll talk when we yeah. get back. And me, me and Lewis were like almost laughing at the cinema, <laughs> like, oh god, it's like the retirement thing. It's yeah, like two days to retire. But then I also thought Rooster was dead, yeah. and then even then, you get Hangman come in. I yeah. thought it was great use of his character when he's kind of totally, he's yeah, essentially yeah. the Iceman of this he is. cohort and they have that moment at the end that's exactly the yeah, same thing uh, but he's not picked to go on the mission Yeah, but he's not bitter about it no, he's, you he's, see shots of him in his plane like cheering them on and then he yeah. comes and saves the day at the end this is what I mean where they, they kind of take away some of that kind of bravado from the original and people kind of are slightly more realistic and supportive of each other yeah because they are all on the same and team and that guy he's called Glenn Powell the actor who plays yeah. him did you see that he was at one point in the running for Rooster yes I did and also Nicholas Holt as well <laughs> was going to be him um, but that? yeah I think Miles Teller was good casting I've, I've so, never yeah. been mad into Miles Teller. No, no. Um, We've actually covered him in have, another project before. Um, <laughs> Fan Forstick wasn't great. No, uh, no. But yeah, he was in Project X that we yes, watched. As himself. <laughs> as himself. But he was great in this and he looked like Goose. Yeah, they, um, they really nailed the uh, the moustache and the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought Miles Teller was great. I think everyone was, was good in this, but Miles mm. Teller was like, oh yeah, I really believe that this character yeah, yeah. is... Like this person we're supposed and to believe And after he is. the part that you said where they where they both get shot down kind of individually there and they have this kind of bonding moment and then they have the moment where it's almost like I thought of it as like the Millennium Falcon moment from uh, Force Awakens where they're back in the original plane and it's like, oh, here's the old plane. And yeah. it's like him and Goose again together, you know, spiritually, spiritually there with the F-14 or whatever it is. And they do... They reference Goose quite a lot in this yeah, film, both yeah. of them talking to him. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's the moment you said where Goose is like, Dad, speak to me. And then Maverick speaks to him. Then, and yeah, it's like, oh, it's yeah, like, he's your real not, dad. This this film is not subtle no, in any way. No, but, but it's, you know, it's it's not a subtle thing. It's not if, meant to if be. If you're going, going in to watch Top Gun Maverick, this is what you're you're kind of hoping for. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had. I had way more fun with this than I kind of thought I was going to. Yeah, I think if we'd watched it on like streaming or something, it wouldn't have quite had the same kind of impact it does. Yeah. And we had pretty good seats in the cinema. It was quite an empty cinema. So we kind of like good, good kind of vibes, I think. Yeah. yeah. There was um there was a moment that is kind of moving into dislikes in some ways where both me and Lewis were kind of kind of laughing about the way that the Iceman stuff starts going because a lot of the Iceman stuff, Iceman <laughs> is texting Maverick for like the first half of the film and I knew that Val Kilmer has throat cancer in real life so I thought right they, they're probably you know going to save him as a, as a waving cameo at the end yeah. or something because he does come up in the credits at the start Yeah, um, and then he goes to visit him and they kind of lean fully into that and there's a quite yeah. emotional scene that's mainly Tom Cruise acting against him kind of thing. Yeah and then when 
Val Kilmer's Iceman does yeah, talk, yeah. it's like it does pull on your heartstrings yeah, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. And then obviously his character dies, and you're like, it, it, this film does genuinely make you feel mm. like it's an emotional it film. Does. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of Tom Cruise films really do that for me. I find they, you know, the Mission Impossible films, the ones I've seen, they're, they're great films in, in a lot of ways. But and the action's not, fun. Yeah, but, but they don't really, like you say, take. T- t- Tag, tag on the heart, tug on the heart. Yeah, and like particularly as I said, the bit that um, it's kind of you think Maverick's died. Mm. I was genuinely kind of welling up a little bit, being like, yeah, because oh, he cause he literally does it to save Rooster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, oh, he was the cause of Rooster's father dying, yeah. and this is him getting back. And that's the kind of tension when they talk about it afterwards as well. As and then it turns into quite a funny moment when they're out yeah. in the snow. Yeah, but the, yeah. the tension is built up really well. Like it's yeah. really well paced well set up mm. film where you genuinely go along with everything yeah. they're trying to do yeah i think considering you know a lot of films these days are kind of over two hours and a lot of films you sit through it and you know, there's moments where you're like oh this could have been less than this this kind of i think this kind of this like you say the pace was really good i yeah. don't think it should have been any longer and it probably could have been shorter as most films could but i didn't feel that watching yeah no it, i kind of totally agree um <laughs> moving into the negatives i think yeah, yeah. like the first one did feel like this one had a bit of a pointless love story. Yes. But it's nowhere near as central to the film as in the first one. <laughs> no, I did think it was funny when it goes into like the, the love scene there and then they just kiss and then it cuts to them in bed after and it's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> the audience doesn't want to see two 50-year-olds having sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they touch on it and I'm like, eh, yeah. I, I can... You, was the implication that it was his kid? at all i don't think i don't think, I don't so, think no, it because at the end i kind of got that impression i when think she the was daughter says that her dad is with his wife in hawaii yeah but i thought point. maybe because they've been together before right I, maybe that was something they were going to do at one point kind of thing um, i think again like like the first one the end mission the villains are just faceless bad yeah, guys yeah but i think it kind of works like yeah. you kind of yeah, okay, whatever, they are bad guys. I think for this type of film, you don't necessarily need to... I know I gave that as a criticism of the first film. I think it works better in this because we know it's coming as well. We're, not, yeah. we're never introduced to like a, like a fist-waving dictator at any point. Yeah. So there's no reason. We're not built up in expectations. And like, here's the mission. Yeah. And, and I don't really need to talk about it. And it's also the are. way it would be as a, as a fighter pilot. You wouldn't yeah. have a face to the enemy and it's kind of the kind of weird moral gray 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 grounds <laughs> <laughs> gray area <laughs> gray area yeah yeah i i one other thing i did think the film was mostly predictable yeah up until they complete the mission and then it kind you of you don't goes, really know what's happening but like the there, whole yeah. thing like oh tom cruise is gonna he's obviously gonna do yeah. the mission like, well, yeah the training itself was was i think much better than the first one but there was moments where it's like, okay, there's not really stakes here, apart from that one part where something goes wrong with the G-force stuff and the guy yeah. passes out. And then once that's solved, and you, you were saying, Lewis, about he uses the tone of the beeper thing when he locks onto him, that was kind it's of... wake up, yeah, it was cool, and it's smart thing. using the plane. Yeah, because I was like, how is he going to do it? Is he going to fly next to him and like, yeah. knock on the window? <laughs> And yeah. then immediately after you get the bird strike. So there's some cool tension in that, which which I didn't kind of see coming necessarily. Yeah, and it kind of it kind of shows both the characters and the audience that people may die in this. Yeah, yeah. And we is, get that from John Hamm. He's very kind of specific about stuff. But yeah, it's a real demonstration of that yeah. kind of later but on. Yeah. Unlike the first one, nobody dies in this, do they? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I was kind of expecting someone to die during that training there. 
And, but they uh, all made it through. Yeah. One thing I was going to say, it's not, it's not necessarily a negative. We touched on it with the the music there. I was expecting the the songs to kind of come back a little bit more. <laughs> I, 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 I have, take my breath away. Yeah. I was kind of expecting that to show up. That, but, uh, I have written down as a negative that we only hear Danger Zone once. And that as well, yeah. <laughs> which is in that first bit I where suppose it replicates the, the first Take My build. Breath Away was the song with that character. That, so yeah. it, it wouldn't make sense for them to, to reuse I would, it. I would have liked one more Danger Zone in like yeah, the final act yeah. just to even, really get the, like, the heart pumping. Yeah, I mean, the score was Hans Zimmer and I think generally speaking was really good and it was there was a nice use of score because there was moments yeah. without score like when um, Maverick's doing the run to show them he can do it there's no score and it at builds, all. helps build the tension because you can hear you the can hear, like beeping yeah and, and his kind of like breathing. his breathing and his kind of grunting which, as he's kind actually of, I didn't really think about the time but the breathing is quite heavy in this which yeah. you don't really notice in the first one no, but no. when they're going through this canyon and it's high speeds quick turn. you can turns, feel like the body literally... the forces <gasps> on the body <laughs> yeah and it really kind of it adds to the tension yeah, again totally, um, totally. but yeah overall I thought that was yeah, yeah. great fun I've got way more positives you've than negatives you've got any more trivia stuff I've got um, just one little bit that I haven't mentioned yeah so but... I've got a couple of small bits um, one is um, 36 years after the original this is the Longest it's taken for a sequel of a film in film history. Right, okay. And like, it was one thing of like, oh yeah, they're making a sequel of a film that was nearly 40 years ago. But <laughs> yeah, it's literally the longest gap between film one and film two yeah, in I, history. I saw that they started development in around 2010. And Tony Scott, who directed the original, was really involved. And he wrote the original treatment of the scripts. But then he passed away in 2012. So it really kind of put right. a halt on it. And then I think Tom Cruise still was really passionate and Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer, really had like this vision for it with Tom Cruise. So they they finally got it made, you know, almost 10 years on from that again. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Uh, the other bit I've got quickly is Tom Cruise personally designed a three month aviation training course for the new actors <laughs> to become ready to handle the F-18. Considering um, in the first film was the first time he, the training for that was yeah. the first time he'd been in a play. And that was what set him on his path. Yeah. Like Marin, <laughs> and now 36 it? years later, he's designing the training <laughs> for all the actors. Because yeah. as we said, it's all real. They are all really flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just quite bad. And it's very Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise at his best, kind of. It is, yeah. And it's nice to see him come back round after all the Mission Impossible stuff he's done, where he's kind of pushed the boundary. Yeah. It's nice to see him come back to kind of his roots almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. Do you have trivia? Uh, no, those are my two bits there. Just the uh, the Tony Scott and the Glenn Powell bit there. Excellent. So, yeah. so that is our thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. I hope you enjoyed it much as we did there's one last thing to ask yes which is um we talked about uh how much top gun hyped us up for this film yes so sam do you think top gun maverick lived up to the hype projects or progno i'm trying to think of a way to say more projects but yes projects yes 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 don't think just project yes <laughs> yeah it, yeah what it, about yourself yeah, yeah it completely blew my expectations yeah, yeah. out of the water i kind of said to you as the film started like 
I don't think yeah, I remember the last time in the cinema I've been kind of so indifferent to the film I to see. Yeah. Usually I'll go to see stuff that I'm really looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, this is a sequel, but lots of them are more recent sequels, and we've kind yeah, of got on a hype if, train a little if bit. If we more. weren't doing this, I probably wouldn't have gone to cinema no, to see this. And I'm very glad we did. I'm very glad, dude, because <laughs> that was a blast. It was a thrill ride, as you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I hope you all enjoyed that as much yeah, as we yeah. did please, please let us know your thoughts i think you're about to say yeah <laughs> get in touch um you can listen to our, all our details on the project project yeah and we look forward to hearing from you for our next silver screen project which yeah. is as of yet unknown unknown to you <laughs> anyway we actually yes. saw a trailer that was for what we're doing but we'll leave that up to your imagination we there. shall so as <laughs> always it's been a pleasure having you along and I will hear you next time. I'll see you in the skies. Don't think, just do it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Project. Project. Project.